blessed people of God. You are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life and growth. And I am your host, Ifeima Moronike. Over here on Limitless, we get into everything that involves living life as a young person, vibrantly, beautifully and of course, confidently in Christ. So guys, today's episode is an interesting one. Specifically because I have recorded this episode before. If you are an OG listener of Limitless, you have definitely heard the title of this episode, Confidence, Identity, etc. Thing is, I accidentally deleted it. I was supposed to delete one on comparison. I re-recorded that. Then I accidentally deleted this. And ironically, I was going through a time where I was struggling with my confidence at the time I deleted that episode. And I was confused. I was like, God, I've already gotten over this. 2019, you got me through this whole lack of self-confidence that started like probably secondary school or so. And God got me through 2019 and I had become the most confident version of myself ever. Then all of a sudden, early this year, things changed and I didn't understand why. And then I accidentally deleted this episode. And whilst I was going through this season, one of my really good friends, he's been on this podcast before, Maya, he said, you know, sometimes God allows you to go through things to teach you and for you to use that lesson to also teach others and to encourage others. And to guide others in how he has brought you out of that situation. And I thought, you know what? And I didn't tell him about the exact situation. But it linked exactly with what I was going through at the time. I was so confused. Like, God, I've, I've done this. What's going on? Why am I going through this again? Like, I'm tired, right? <laughs> but God got me out again. And by the grace of God, I'm going to stay out for as long as possible. Hopefully permanently. And so this is not coming from the place of, oh, I've overcome and, and I'm perfect and I've always been confident. No, I have my ups and downs. And I thank God that he's removed me from that down, placed me on that up and given me the grace to learn from it and help you guys with it too. That's why this podcast is here. Guys, this podcast, I've said this so many times, it's not a hobby, it's a passion. I love this podcast. And God bless every single person because now I'm back in school. I've gotten so much feedback and it's been such a blessing to see that I'm not wasting my time. Like people are actually listening. People are being blessed. And so for every single person who is supporting, who is, has been encouraging me, showing so much love, I love you so much. God bless you. You've been such a blessing to me in a way that you cannot imagine. Okay, I'm not talking to myself on this mic, apparently. <laughs> so thank God for the amazing people listening. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And I just pray that you also will find fulfillment to your passion and that the things you do will reap amazing, beautiful, anointed fruit in the name of Jesus. All right, guys. So let's get into today's episode. All right. So let's go all the way to the beginning. I'm going to start with my own personal story. I don't know if I did this last time, but I thought let me relate it to myself now, especially because I've gone through it like round two. Round one was like secondary school till 2019. Round two was it didn't last long anyway, because I had the tips of round one to teach me in round two. Secondary school, especially I went to an all girls school. This is when I was back in the UK. It can be very, very appearance based who's wearing this, who is doing that, there is more reason to compare yourself the older you get. As a child, no one cares. Everyone plays with everyone. As you get older, you become much more aware of the things people have and what you don't have. Now, this can be in terms of possessions, but also in terms of your appearance. You notice, oh, this person has beautiful skin. Why does my skin not look like that? This person is sort of pretty. Why don't I fit the standards of society? And notice how I didn't say, why am I not pretty? I said, why do I not fit the standards of society? Because... The fact that you are finding your value in the standards of society is already an error. The standards of society do not, do not identify you. They are not your identity. The standards of society are continuously changing. They're not even realistic. You are putting 
yourself up to these unrealistic standards that society is setting that you will never be able to meet because next week is going to be another trend. Next week is going to be another thing that's in fashion. So that's the reason I said that. So anyway, let me go, go back to my story. From secondary school onwards, I started to become very, very aware of my image and my, the way I looked and my confidence. And I started to get very, very um, self-conscious, should I say. And I was self-conscious in a way where I was focusing on my faults. I would never focus on the good things. I had, I'm not even going to lie, God has blessed every single one of us, including me, including you with gifts. But the thing is, when you don't have self-confidence, you will never focus on those gifts. You will never focus on the things that are good about you, that make you unique, that glorify God in your life. It's always the negative, what you don't have, what you want, what other people have that you don't have. That's where the focus is. And that's wrong. And that was where my focus was for many years. At that time, I also had braces. Before then, I had no braces. And you know, the funny thing is when I had no braces, I was in year three primary school. I was so confident. I did things that I wouldn't imagine myself doing now. I remember when we had a project when we were in year three and um, it was like Red Nose Day. I don't know if anyone knows what that's about. It's like a charity thing of... um. It's a charity event. And they said that every class had to present something. And in my class, they said, okay, you guys go into groups and present something. And my friends were doing like a singing thing. I was like, I don't want to do this. I want to do something on my own. So I made a whole sketch where I was just fake African-American grandma. When I think about it now, it's so cringy. But I did this and then I presented it in front of the class on my own. And everybody laughed and they clapped. And I presented this as a nine-year-old in front of the entire school. My presentation was the only one that they picked in front of the entire school and I had no fear at first when I got on stage one thing about me is whenever I go on stage at first I'm a bit scared but then once I was there everybody was laughing everybody was feeling it it was amazing I cannot picture myself doing that now yes my confidence level has increased but I just there's still a way to go right this episode is not just is for also for me okay it's also for me to get to the place where I still need to go yes I'm much more confident now but there's still more I can go to and then later down the line I just became more self-conscious I stopped taking pictures people would ask oh why don't you take pictures oh I'm not a picture person that's a lie I just I didn't like the way I looked that was it I just didn't like the way I looked and in 2019 COVID time the time when this podcast the idea was birthed the confidence that's what this episode is about I want to give you guys the secrets that God taught me during that time and what he taught me again early 2022 the confidence number one thing I said stop looking for your identity in the physical Stop looking for your identity in the way you look. Stop looking for your identity in your money, in your talent, in your education, in your intelligence. Stop looking for your identity in anything outside of God. That's the number one, your identity. Because someone who is very unaware or does not understand the identity, you have nothing to be confident in. The reason I can be confident now is because I have a God who I know created me fearfully and wonderfully. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Whether I believe it, whether I feel like it, that's what the word of God says and therefore it is true. Psalms 139, 13-14 tells us, For you created me in my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, this is 14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. I praise the Lord because I am fearfully and wonderfully made in his image, in the image of God. So imagine the insult to your maker to say, I am not beautiful. Imagine the insult to your maker to say, I am not good enough because I don't look like so-and-so. Because I'm trying to meet up to the very unrealistic and practically silly standards of the society. Now, of course, I said, don't look for your identity in these things. Because your appearance is a very minute part of your identity a very minute part. But that does not mean you shouldn't value 
what God has given you. That doesn't mean you shouldn't value the vessel he has given you. Your identity may not be in it, but you praise God because he has given you a perfect vessel, a vessel in his image. A vessel that may not look like the way society says every vessel should look, but it's the fact that God knitted you in your mother's womb. He didn't just say, you know what, let me go and look for a plan at the bottom of my drawer. No, he took his time to knit you in your mother's womb to create you the way you are, the way you look, your height, your size, your skin complexion. He did that on purpose. God does not make mistakes and he doesn't do things willy-nilly. If you have the idea of God, then you have the wrong idea of God. So now if we go back to what I was saying about identity. The thing about identity, knowing or understanding your identity in Christ is, this gives you the opportunity to now build your confidence in him and not yourself. Your main source of confidence, as, although the way you look is important, so we'll still get to that. Your main source of confidence should be in Christ. Value the way he made you. Value the image he gave you. Value the vessel he gave you. But it's him, Gunga. It's him that your identity is in, not the vessel. Him, Jesus, God. That's where your identity is. The thing about God is, regardless of how you feel, regardless of how you are, the things you do, your identity in him remains the same. You do not define yourself. Your family does not define you. Your friends do not define you. Your education, your money, nothing of those sorts defines you. God, your maker, your creator defines you. And that's where your identity lies. So number one, and I'm saying this so that you guys can allow this to sink into your mind. I want to put this in like maybe a list form, maybe not a list, but I just want to keep reminding you of it so that you can allow this to stick to your mind. Number one, your identity is primarily in Christ. Look for your identity in Christ. Number two, value the vessel, value the work of your creator. Number three, and this is very practical, is reminding yourself of who you are. Now you know your identity. The thing is, you can know your identity and alongst the way, which is kind of what happened to me, you get mixed up within the pressures of society and the pressures of the world and what everyone is telling you to look like and what everyone is telling you to do. Remind yourself of who you are. Remind yourself of who your God has made you to be. How? Read biblical words of affirmation. And this really, really helps because the thing about the word of God is it remains the same. Everything may change. That does not change the fact that you are a royal priesthood. That does not change the fact that you have been brought out of darkness into his light. That does not change the fact that we are loved by God regardless of what the world tells us we are. Once you fill yourself with the Bible and the truth more, the lies start to flee because there's no more room. Those lies people are telling you, Yo, you're ugly, you're talentless, you can't do X, Y, Z. Those things have been in your mind for way too long. You know what you need to do? Allow the word of God to replace those dark thoughts. To force those dark thoughts out. You, light and darkness cannot stay in the same place. So once you bring a light, once you consume light, once you make it a priority and you are intentional about consistently consuming light and consuming the truth, the lies will have to flee because there's no more room in your head for both. Right now, your, your mind is at war. Right now, it's, should I listen to the truth of the word of God or should I listen to what the world is telling me? Feed yourself with the word of God. Read biblical words of affirmation. I'm really into like, you know, it's great to read words of affirmation. Oh, I'm beautiful. I am loved. But sometimes you don't believe it. The thing about the word of God, whether you believe it or not, it's true. It is true. There are some things. You go, girl. You're a boss. You're going to smash it this day. Those that great words of affirmation. But biblical words of affirmation speak truth, regardless of the circumstance, regardless of how you feel. And you need this. This needs to be your fuel. You cannot allow people to be your fuel. You cannot allow compliments to be your fuel. Because one day when the compliments don't come, what happens? 
One day when the compliments don't come, no more confidence, you've lost all. It's not the job of your friends and family to feed your ego. It's really not. And that's why you see sometimes in relationships where the other party can seem very drained. They seem to be, you know, really trying to encourage their friend, like, oh, you're beautiful, or maybe your partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever, is trying to encourage you, you're beautiful, you're loved, you're X, Y, Z, and you're not believing it. And they're like, what do you want me to do? And it feels like there's nothing they can say to help you because you're trying to use them as your confidence fuel and they will never be enough. They cannot do what the word of God can do in your life. In fact, people can even compliment you from morning to night and you still may not believe it, even if it's everyone saying it. How many times have you gotten a compliment and you still feel like, mm, I still don't like the way I look? Because <laughs> those are just words of man. You can't compare them to the words of your father. And God does not lie. God does not lie. If you're relying on people to feed your confidence, at some point, you're going to start bending your morals, bending your principles for the acceptance of people. And that can lead you to be doing desperate things for attention. And that's why you see certain people start to do things that they know are wrong, but they do them because they know people will like them because of it. And that is a sure sign. This person may not admit it, but that is a sure sign of low self-esteem. When you lower your standards, lower the bar for people to like you, that person is struggling with low self-esteem. And if you have a friend like that, if you're like that, you need to change that up. That's not okay. That includes what you wear. I want to be so honest right now. If you're wearing something, knowing that it's going to get your attention, knowing that you want to attract certain attention, it's completely different if you know, don't see anything about it. But if you're purposely wearing something that you know is going to attract certain attention, especially from the opposite gender, then there is a problem. Because now your value is in what you look like. And without people telling you, you look beautiful, you look great, you have no self-esteem. You have no confidence. Somebody asked me one time that, oh, how do you, how do you do what you do? Like, put yourself out there on social media, do the podcasts, do presentations and stuff. And they said, it's just God. Of course, when I was younger, I was less aware. I just did it without thinking. But now I'm more aware I need to rely on God more. And it's just God. When I'm doing what I'm doing, God, take control. God, lead me. I find my confidence in you, not my ability. Because if I find it my ability, one day my ability will fail me. And one day I may not be able to do the things I can do, but you're Strength will sustain me. Your wisdom will sustain me. Your grace, your favour, your mercy will sustain me. It's not me. And people may think you're being humble. No, genuinely, it's not me. It's not you. It's God. That's where you get your confidence from. That's why you stay connected to his word that tells you the truth. That's why when you're scared, when you lack confidence, you tell yourself, but God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love and sound mind. Where is this coming from? It's that power, it's that love, it's that sound mind that I shall live in. That's where I find my confidence. I rebuke fear. Rebuke fear. Rebuke lack of confidence. It's not your portion. It's not in you. It's what the society has created in you. But that's not what God has created you with. He has created you to be confident. Confident in him. Jeremiah 17, 7 tells us, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Who finds his value, his identity in him. Who knows that if all else fails, if my abilities fail, I still have God backing me up. And the beautiful thing about God is he doesn't even look at our looks. He doesn't, he doesn't look at our appearance. Do you guys remember when Samuel went to go and pick the next king? And then he saw Eliab and he's like, oh yeah, this guy is big. He's fine. He's a worthy king. Not the littlest boy, David, of the house, tending sheep in the back. When all these big brothers, all these, you know, king-like guys came forward. And then God told Samuel, that's Samuel 16, 7. But the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or his physical stature because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And I don't know about you, but I want what God wants. 
I don't care if society says you are X, Y, and Z. As long as my father has not rejected me, has not refused me. As long as, I'm, as I am right in the presence of my father, I'm good. I don't need you to say I'm beautiful. That's your business. Okay? God says I am. And I want to move on to this next part because I don't want you guys to get it twisted. I'm not saying don't dress well. I'm not saying don't smell good. I'm not saying don't do your hair. I'm not saying work, don't work out. In fact, do all these things. Okay, take care of yourself. Look after yourself. Get that trim if you need that trim. My brother started doing waves recently and I've been really liking it. I've been like, oh yeah, you look fresh, you look clean. If you know that you need a haircut, go and get a haircut. Do not use this episode as an excuse to say, and it should be my appearances inside. Uncle, go and get a haircut, okay? <laughs> go and get a haircut. As much as we are people of spirit, there is a flesh. And we need to take care of that flesh, maintain that flesh. But just do not find your identity in it. Do not allow that to be your life. It's number one, your confidence in God. And you need to establish this confidence in God and your identity in him. Number one, number one. Before anything, understand who you are. Who has God created you to be? And you find that in the word of God. And be honest with yourself. Some of you may listen to this episode and you genuinely don't think that you lack self-confidence. But the traits of someone who may lack self-esteem is you may start to point out faults in other people unknowingly. You're not even trying to be wicked. And that's why I'm saying you may not know. You may just be like, oh, you know, why is your hair like that? Why is your nose like that? Why is your eyes like that? And the person next to you or your friend will be like, where's this coming from? Why are you just attacking me? And you're like, no, I'm not trying to attack you. I just pointed out, why do you keep nitpicking negative things about other people? Because that's a sign that there is a problem with you. That you are self-conscious about yourself and to feel better, you are now putting other people down. And that's a huge sign. It may not even be you, maybe your friend, but that is a huge sign of low self-esteem. That you feel like the only way I can feel better about myself is if I make someone feel horrible about themselves. What do you gain from that? Nothing. You gain absolutely nothing from putting someone down. What you do gain is when you have peace with yourself, that no matter what society says, no matter what's going on around me, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Don't even give attention to those lies. Don't give attention to those thoughts. The mistake we make sometimes is, and this is the mistake I made, so I'm already used to putting myself out there. But one thing that happened at some point was I started listening to the lies of the devil. I started listening. And once you give it attention, you've given it attraction. My dad has said this thing before, many times in fact. Once you give something attention, you have given it the opportunity to live in your mind. Once you open the door to the lies of the devil, you're saying, all right, devil, I'm letting one person in. He comes with his whole family and he's staying there with all his lies and he's staying there because you've opened the door to him. Close the door to the devil. Stop listening to his lies. They're lies. As long as it's not alignment with the word of God, it's a lie. I don't know where it says in the word of God you're useless. So that is a lie. Where does it say in the word of God that you're ugly? That is a lie. That is a lie. All of those are lies. It's only who God tells you you are. And I just want to go back to what I was saying about God looking at the inward appearance and not outward appearance. The question you also need to ask yourself is, who am I on the inside? And am I a beautiful person on the inside? Because there's also another thing where you may have super high confidence with your appearance, but inside a pretty dark person. And that's where God looks. That's what God uses to view you, your heart, not your outward appearance. How do you treat people? When you're around people, do they feel peace? Do they feel happy? Do they feel joy? Do they feel encouraged? Would they do anything possible to just get out of your vicinity because you're not a nice person? What's your heart towards people? Because there is so much beauty in a beautiful heart, much more than outwards. There are many beautiful people that we cannot stand being around. 
And there are many people that don't fit into society's standards of beauty that have amazing hearts, that you're, when you're around them, you feel warmth, you feel light. That's the difference. And that's what we need to be aiming for. Again, take care of your looks. Take care of your looks, because even the way you look can add to your confidence as well. But don't forget who you are inside your heart. And a little thing I used to do as well, that you guys can try and adopt this, is um, fake it. Try faking confidence, and then you may believe it. Now, this is just something that you can try and do physically. Because, and I know it may seem weird, like, what do you mean fake confidence? What happens to the whole find your identity in Christ? That's number one. You actually need to do that first. But in the process, because it's actually a process, it's not a one-day thing. In the process, do things that scare you. Go into a room. Speak. Answer questions. Do that presentation. Do that talk. Go up on that stage. And you may be scared to the root. You may be so scared. But you put on that smile, lift your shoulders and do what you have to do. Do it afraid. Fake that confidence. And after a while, you start to believe it. But I just want you to be proactive with it, okay? It's not something that you just do in your secret place. You need to allow the work of your secret place to now start manifesting on the outside to see the fruits. There's no point of doing a prayer and like we're doing a Bible study and you come out and you're still hiding behind closed doors. You're still hiding behind the curtain. Step out. Take away the curtain. Step out. Do it. You are confident. You are a confident man or woman. You just need to believe it. You just need to step in that. Step in the anointing. The anointing of... is anointing or anointing of confidence. Everybody gets scared. It's more than your looks. It's more than the things you see. It's an inner thing. It's inside. Build that confidence inside. And then manifest the work on the outside. Okay, guys, I really do pray this episode. I really, really do pray that this episode is a blessing to you. I also do pray that this episode is a blessing to those people that you share it to because I assume that you'll be sharing this episode with people, Abby. I pray so. May this episode be a blessing to you and to every single person that listens to today's episode. I will be going on a season finale very soon. I will let you know the exact dates, but not right now. A couple of episodes to go. Maybe episode 50. Let's see. But um, I will be going on a season finale break to fill up that spiritual tank to learn more to grow more to bring you guys fresh content not just to bring you fresh content but for my sake as well because if i'm not growing then the, this podcast the topics the things i say they're not growing it'll be the same thing over and over again so i am going to go on a break to just recharge and you know get things ready for you guys for season two but that's not right now okay so guys have an amazing day have an amazing week have an amazing month have an amazing 2022 that is soon coming to an end oh i forgot to mention limitless turned one on october 14th but at that time i i didn't have time to record an intro to you know say oh limitless send one but it did so i thank god God give i give god all the glory for one year of this podcast has been such a blessing i've learned so much i will give you guys more gist on probably the last episode of season one about you know how things have been with the podcast again have an amazing day have an amazing week have an amazing month have an amazing 2022 guys love you all stay blessed Bye bye